Come on. On Blood Play, this is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, Strong Apollo for Shauna Weckerling. Shauna, welcome back. Are you ready? I am to talk to you any day, all day. I love it. And in fact, this is the fifth time that Shauna is appearing as a guest on the Lifeblood podcast. So super exciting. Just a quick refresher. Shauna is a CPA. She's in the top 1% of all tax strategists in the United States. She specializes in business tax strategy and real estate. Shauna, always great to see you. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work and why you do what you do. Ooh, all the fun bits. All right, let's see. Personal life. I've got three dogs. Uh, just gotten into rowing because unfortunately for me, I tore my poor little shoulder playing tennis, the love of my life. So now rowing and swimming. Um, why I do what I do. I am very big on helping the little guy stay away from the man. And if anybody doesn't know which man I'm referring to in this conversation, we're talking about the dark side. We're talking about the IRS. So uh, you you know, huge, huge fan of using tax strategy, my specialty, to keep cash in people's hands versus handing it over to the government. So um, definitely a passion of mine. Uh, very long story short, came about because my mother got an IRS notice. And as a little girl, my mother was my hero, my superhero, my queen. And I was not happy that she was not happy. So there you go. That's, I, I don't know that I knew that. Um, <laughs> isn't that it's so, it's so fascinating how we how we end up where we're at and oftentimes can trace back good or bad uh, experiences to when we were little kids. So every time, every time when you see your mom get upset enough to push back a chair from a table to topple it over, it sticks in your mind. So, yes, all the good bets. We definitely have to keep away from the man legally, legally. Keep away from the man legally. Speaking of, uh, the man is hiring. The man is hiring (laughs) 4,000 open positions. Well, I mean, if you saw the notice, so this was now maybe a good eight, nine months ago, the IRS posted a public notice saying, listen, everybody, we understand that you're calling. We understand you want your stuff. We are 24 million returns behind, right? Hmm. And what made me smile was, so then, of course, three, four months ago, they came out with the four, we're hiring 4,000 people notice. And then about a month ago, they came out with another notice, so proud. And IRS, you guys know I love you. I know you're trying hard. I get that, right? They came out with another notice about a month ago now saying, oh, yeah, you know, we're doing such a good job. We've gone from 24 million to 21.3 million in seven months. And I went, well, so anybody who's currently sitting on or waiting on refunds, uh, tax returns to be processed, checks, payment plans, absolutely anything. I know it can be terribly, terribly frustrating, but the, the IRS is trying to help you. <laughs> they're, they're working on it. <laughs> That's as much as they can tell us. How many people, how many tax returns are filed every year? Roughly. Oh, geez. Yeah, the, that's the hard bit, right, is all the additional returns that are continuing to come in. So you have a major difference between paper filed returns and e-filed returns. So with most of the e-filed returns, and, and I'd love to tell you I have a specific number, okay, but with most of the e-filed returns, so it's typically about 70, 75% of everything is e-filed, e-filed returns process a lot faster like very quickly because they have, of course, huge computer systems to confirm the W-2 that you received versus the W-2 you filed on your tax return. All the numbers match. Here's your refund. Here's you go. 
the place where we're having problems is a lot of the special things that came up because of COVID, right? So we have ERC money, uh, EIDL money, ERC credits, we have PPP money, forgiveness for all of those things, especially as a business owner, all of those acronyms is way too confusing, right? So if you don't have a good CPA who doesn't know what those are, go find one right away, okay? Especially ERC, we should probably talk about that. But anyway, the long story short is, with a lot of those types of returns, you had to paper file those returns. So these 24 million, now 21.3 million returns are paper file returns. So if you're e-filing, yes, it's definitely a little bit slower, but if you're paper filing something, like there's a special form or some sort of change you're making, at this point, you can be expecting to wait upwards of two to three years at the soonest to get responses. So yeah. Amazing. I literally just remember that movie Office Space and I think it's Milton and he's down in like storage room seven or whatever. I I see Milton is sitting in the IRS, the basement of the IRS building with 24 million paper tax returns stacked up on his desk a mile high. Is that kind of what's happening? They're trying. And, and, you know, the worst bit about it. Now, this was a good probably 10 years ago. I remember I called into the IRS one day because I had submitted a form paper case, submitted a form. It had been like six months. And back then, 10 years ago, that was super odd. Like normally you got a response in 30 days, 60 days, something like that. Okay. Got a hold of the lady on the phone. And I said, listen, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on with this form. You know, we're supposed to get this refund. What's going on with it? And she literally described this to me. So I'm going to tell you what I remember of our word for word conversation here. Okay. She said, listen, there's effectively a giant conveyor belt, effectively giant conveyor belt stuff comes in. It falls into a box. People walk up to the box and take something off of the box and give it to the people that have to process it. So the problem here is, right, is that if you were the first one off the conveyor belt, you're at the bottom of the box. Mm. They may either never find you. It might have gotten stuck in some. This is what she's telling me. This is an IRS agent telling me this. They may never find you. They may never get to you. It might be stuck in somebody's drawer. Okay. Best thing you can do is continue to call because at some point, some agent is going to tell you, we have no idea where it is. Send it again. Okay. So the the hard part about what's going on right now is, as you said, you know, they're trying to hire 4,000 agents. They don't even have people to pick up the phones. And and I feel bad for the IRS, right? Not not that I like the man, but, you know, there's there people too, just trying to do their jobs, right? Um, they, they literally hang up on people when you try to call because they just don't have the bandwidth to even answer the phone. So especially for our taxpayers, you're just trying to find out what happened. <sighs> good, good luck right? More likely than not, you're going to get the automated system telling you, we're sorry, we're too busy right now. Please try again later. Literally hanging up on you. So yeah, it's it's tough. E-file if you can, I guess is the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is a rough situation right there. All right. So um, keeping that in mind and being patient and prepared and all that good stuff, And then even though we've done lots of good and important planning, then all of a sudden interest rates go from zero, essentially for the last 20 years to whatever they're at today. I think that the Fed actually increased rates by 75 basis points today or something like that. And then we have the highest inflation we've had in generations. From a tax perspective, is there anything that you say, well, here's some things you can be thinking about or maybe ought to be thinking about? 
Absolutely. You know, anytime in the finance world or in the tax world, particularly when you get a bad, you get a good, right? There's always somebody that's going to make money when inflation goes up or when the interest rates go up, these kinds of things. Okay. So there are a couple of cool things that you can look at doing, right? The first one is if you haven't looked at life insurance as a tool, okay? Now, I always have to phrase it that way because first things first, everybody... I don't sell life insurance. Okay. I'm a CPA. I do taxes and tax strategies. So I'm looking at this as a tool. Okay. If you have a life insurance policy, or if you don't have one, this might be a good time to look at them. Okay. If the interest rates are higher, typically that means you also get paid higher rates. Not always. Okay. You have to look at the contract and look at the structure and these kinds of things. But if you have, or you're about to put into place an insurance policy, some of these insurance policies can actually be used as a private bank. Okay. So let's go into the two different cases. First case, you don't have one of these policies yet. Okay. It might be a good time to go look at one. Okay. Depending on the type of policy that you get, you can lock in higher interest rates because the interest rates are higher right now, okay? So that's not true in all cases. Definitely look at your contract, make sure you're working with your professional financial advisors to know whether this is good or bad, the right fit for you, you know, all the, all the good things, okay? The other side of this is how, if you already have an insurance policy, how can you use this as your own bank, okay? So we have a lot of people right now trying to buy homes, but the interest rates are through the roof. Okay. There are certain types of insurance policies that allow you to borrow from your own insurance policy at whatever the rates are. Okay. Now, when I say the rates, I don't mean the rate that you can get from the bank. I mean something that's called the AFR, applicable federal rate. Okay. And yes, these are certainly higher than they were three, four months ago, but let me give you an example. The AFR from February of 2022 was around 2.1%, very, very low, okay? The applicable federal rates for, they just came out for August, the applicable federal rates for August are 3.3%, okay? 3.3% is still a lot lower than you can get from the bank if you're trying to buy a house, okay? So you get two sides of this argument, right? One saying, well, great, I'd much rather borrow for myself at 3.3 than I would from the bank, okay? You also get to pay yourself back the interest. So you're basically creating your own little tax-free loophole here, right? Because you're giving the money to you and not to the bank, not to somebody else. Uh, but of course, you have to have one of these policies in the first place <laughs> to be able to do that. So a tip of something to look at, and for some people, that's gonna be a long-term kind of tip, if you don't have one of these policies you can borrow from, can you convert some other type of policy into one of these policies you can borrow from? Maybe that would help, right? Um, can you get into one of these policies now, prevent for the next time we have these kinds of issues, right? Can you build this type of thing? Um, the other thing to be taking a look at when we're talking about interest rates and inflation and that kind of thing, what other kind of going back to this, this banking idea, where else can you get money from? Right. So, of course, hopefully everyone has a job. Right. But generally, when we see inflation, interest rates going up, generally we start to see more unemployment. The companies can't afford to pay. Right. We start gen tends to be job losses, these kinds of things. So what other hidden pockets of money do you have? Okay. Uh, there's a very fantastic tax strategy. It's called a QPRT that allows you, if you have 
a 401k, if you have an IRA, right? Normally, under normal circumstances, you cannot pull money out of those things to live on without paying a penalty, right? Until you reach a certain age. But strategy like a QPRT strategy allows you to convert a 401k or an IRA into a life insurance plan that you can then borrow from. So especially if you've got questions and interest and money and what's going to happen with my cash flow, let's look and see what other pockets of money you might have that you could access without penalty, without tax, without problems. So fascinating. I appreciate that. <laughs> if it in so if I have a traditional 401k or even a traditional IRA, would it be like a Roth conversion taking place? Nail on the head, brother. Absolutely. Yeah. So really what's happening in, in a straight up Roth conversion, right? Because of course you could just convert a traditional IRA or traditional 401k into a Roth IRA. In a straight up Roth conversion, you're going to pay tax on whatever you convert, right? Because it was pre-tax and now you're converting it to post-tax. Now, especially if you're young, that might be okay. You might be in a lower tax bracket or you have tons of time to make up all those taxes you're going to pay with the Roth earnings, right? But by using something like a QPRT, you're effectively converting it to Roth because it's becoming a life insurance policy. And you still have to pay the taxes, right? We did say legal strategies, so you still have to pay the taxes, but because you now have this life insurance policy, you can borrow the amount from the taxes from the policy. So you have a way to pay the taxes that is not you coming out of pocket with the money. Hmm. So, Slick. How interesting. It's good stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's one of the biggest problems that we see when interest rates are going up and inflation's going up and people are worried about how am I going to eat? How am I going to pay my next bill? How am I going to do these things? Sometimes our brains get a little overwhelmed with the emotional side of money that we kind of turn off sometimes about what are the other options that are out there. So making sure that you're working with a good financial advisor, a good CPA, a good tax strategist, these people in your financial life are going to have ways to help you. So, Well said. So as we're coming which is wild to think that we're coming up on the end of the summer at some point, and then eventually the end of the year before we before we realize it. I I, I was curious. I know that they changed some of the rules around charitable uh, contributions and how that works with taxes. Is that still a viable thing? Should I still be thinking about making a charitable contribution? Absolutely. Well, and and let's back up. We always ask people as a tax strategist. We always ask people, where are you at on the scale of charity? Okay. So from my perspective, you've got zero and you've got 10, right? And I always have to tell people, listen, no judgment. We just need to know where you're at. Okay. Zero on that scale means, listen, I'll give away money if it's going to give me a really great tax deduction. Like it's going to make me money or it's going to make money for my heirs. It's, it's going to do something, right? And then you get the other end of the scale, which is no, it's part of my religion, for example. I tithe. It's very important to me. It's built into my family. We do 10% or 15% or whatever it is, no matter what period, right? So, you know, I always have to say, listen, you never let the tax tail wag the dog, hmm. right? If, if you're a level 10 on that scale and you're going to give the charity, you give the charity, period. We get the tax write-offs we can get. And of course, there are more beneficial ways to give to charity. So for example, a donor advised fund or a private foundation, um, even things like a CRAT or a CLAT, 
right? Um, and those are some pretty advanced type tactics for big donations, right? So people doing 10% of their income, often those numbers are, are big, right? Or they get bigger or pretty fast. But on the other end of that scale, if you're at a zero, uh, you know, listen, I'll give money if it's really going to help me. So I'll, I'll give an example of here in Arizona, Depending on your state, some states actually have donation contribution programs where you can put a dollar in and you can get out more than a dollar. Okay. So, for example, in Arizona, if you own an S corporation or a partnership, you can run your charity contribution through your company. You can donate. If the company receives marketing, the company can get a marketing deduction for the contribution. And you as an individual can also take a dollar for dollar write-off. So you're making money, literally making money by giving to charity. Wow. So there, yes, charity is amazing. Uh, if, if you want to do it, great, do it. There are five or six different ways to look at that, depending on what your ending goals are. Um, and if you're doing it just to get a tax deduction, you can make money on the deal. So I'm still a big fan of charity. So. Amazing. Well, Shauna, people are ready for that difference-making tip, even though you've given us a lot. What do you have for them? <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. The difference-making tip for 2022. Um, I think the biggest thing that I want to let people know is there are always strategies, whether you're a W-2 employee, whether you're a business owner, whether you own real estate, there's always at least one, a minimum of one strategy that you can work on. Okay, so let me give you some of the, I'll say it as fast as I can, right? But some of the basic, basic strategies. If you are a business owner, you need to be looking at paying your kids and you need to be looking at the master's exemption, okay? And sometimes the master's exemption is called the Augusta rule. So if you haven't checked into those two things, take a look at those, okay? Um, tax Goddess on our website, we've got free PDFs and all sorts of things. So if you have questions, let us know, but reach out to your CPA, reach out to your tax strategist. They should have that information. So master's exemption, paying your kids. Those are the two big, you should be able to do that with no problem between now and the end of the year, get yourself some money. So just as an example, the master's deduction on average, so this is on average, if you own your house, okay, that is $3,500 times 14 events, which means you could get $49,000 per year of tax-free income out of your business, okay? So these are not little numbers. These are big, big, hefty numbers, okay? So if you own a business, now a business also counts as owning real estate. So if you own one, two, three, four, four or five rental properties, or you own a commercial business, building, whatever it is, okay? These strategies, paying your kids and the Augusta exemption can absolutely work for you there as well, okay? If you're W-2, think about the charity. You hit the nail on the head there, okay? Think about those hidden pockets of money. So the 401ks, the IRAs, think about how young or old you are. If you're closer to 60, may or may not be worthwhile for you. If you're closer to 30, 40, you've got some big earnings that you can turn into Roth money to really blow up your earnings. So keep your well, eyes open. That, <laughs> that is great stuff. It definitely gets, come on. Shauna, thank you so much for coming back on. Where can people learn more about you and how can they engage? And I know that any money that, uh, that if Shauna is not able to save you money in taxes, then she will not charge you for her services. So there is very little, no reason to not reach out and to find out if 
working with Shauna is a good idea for you. So give us the website, Shauna, or whatever else. You are a sweetheart. Absolutely. So the easiest place to find us is Tax Goddess, T-A-X-G-O-D-D-E-S-S, taxgoddess.com. You can book an appointment right there with the team. And George, of course, you were 100% correct. It's free consults. If we can help you, we help you. If we can't, we can't. Uh, we just ran, George, just because you, you just brought it up. We just ran our average average return on investment with us is 178.86 times what you invest with our team. So happy to help anyone looking for help. If you're, if you don't want to pay the man this year, give us a call. I love it. Well, if you enjoyed as much as I did, show Shauna your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to taxgoddess.com, book that free consultation and find out if you can benefit from 178% return on your investment. I know that everybody can. So thanks again, Shauna. Thank you so much for having me. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.